0: But with everything that's been going on in life, there's been a lot of conversation about how fear can really steal away our happiness. And I was looking to some of the guidance and words of St. Ignatius of Loyola on dealing with fear. For those who don't know, he's the author of the spiritual exercises. And I keep thinking, Father Tim, that so many people are quick to find that drug, that prescription drug that can help, you know, kind of increase serotonin and give this sense Mm. of serenity throughout the day. But actually through prayer, just like this woman who scored perfectly on the happiness test, we can actually help on our own to create this sense of serenity in our life and be able to handle fear. And part of that comes from the guidance of St. Ignatius of Loyola.
1: Right, and, and praying over his exercises and his rules for discernment, and seeing that uh, one of the major ideas uh, in his prayer and in his teaching is the difference between having a spiritual consolation and a spiritual desolation. In the simplest of terms, sort of a spiritual happiness and a spiritual sadness, although it's so much deeper than those emotions, is that, and it's a rhythm in our lives. There's nobody who doesn't go through consolation and desolation. And one of his most important rules in fighting the fear that comes with the desolation is knowing that it won't last forever. That's actually a fear that the devil will put into us, that the enemy will attack us with. A false spirit will try to convince us that God has abandoned us forever. Our prayer will always be dry. But one of his most important rules is remember, when you're in desolation, it's not going to last forever while you're in this life. Uh, And With that in mind, knowing that you will receive consolation again, keep in mind that when you're experiencing real fruitfulness in prayer, that there will come a moment of dryness again. And so to prepare oneself for the other part of the rhythm while you're in either consolation or desolation, always keeping in mind that neither lasts forever um, until heaven or hell, and to strive to hear God's voice here and now.
0: You know, it's interesting. I remember years ago when I was working in the Crisis Pregnancy Center Father Tim, I remember seeing these girls who would come in and out and they would be so emotionally and physically entangled in various relationships from the men they were sleeping with to uh, broken relationships with parents and siblings and bad friends. And I remember at one point kind of thinking about how so many of these girls didn't know how to just maintain and keep things stable, almost like a heartbeat, where you're trying to keep that heart rate stable. But it would fluctuate so intensely, getting too high and too low. And when I think about the indignation exercises, there's this balance we have to have in the midst of everything that's happening throughout the day and this is where kind of this idea of living in reality is i think so important from ignatius of loyola when he says find god in all things Um, that means we've got to find him to keep our interior peace to calm our hearts and minds to breathe and to accept that some things are going to be difficult for a while and that's normal but there's also a good normal too where things aren't difficult
1: Right. And everything that's difficult does come our way through at least the permissive hands of God. Right. That's something I'm always walking with people through is that uh, no matter how difficult your life may be right now, that God is permitting this. He's allowing this. There's nothing that surprises God. But he does allow these difficulties, these desolations into our lives for a number of reasons. And Ignatius would point out that, you know, one of those reasons is that, you know, we're lazy. You know, So that's that's an important thing to walk through first with, uh, with someone that I'm directing is that you know, is is this because of your spiritual laziness that this is happening? But there are also reasons that are meant to bring about a, a spiritual <laughs> fruitfulness, right? You know, and and you know, one of those reasons is that sometimes the Lord will take away gifts from us to help us realize that you know He is greater than His gifts, and to encourage us to find love for the Creator, um, not just through His creation. That uh, right, the 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 giver is always greater than the gifts, and then finally He'll. Re- you know, a, attempts to reveal to us, or at least, you know, <laughs> our, our hearts will strive to find out, you know, uh, is, it, is it also because uh, the Lord wants to show us that we're not, we can't do this by ourselves. And that if mm-hmm. we're striving to do everything by ourselves and simply you know, will ourselves into salvation, that he's going to take away certain gifts from us to show us how much we need him. And so to be in this place of fear or more properly desolation, is that the Lord has a few reasons for this, and they're all aimed at uh, striving to be less lazy, (laughs) striving to find uh, our love in the, the giver, not the gift, and then striving to find that we can't do it by ourselves. And so desolation is actually a very important part of our spiritual life.
0: What you just said is so important. I almost feel like it's the key to unlocking that spiritual life, the key of perspective that we need to have. Where you talk about, you know, God is a giver and he can also take things away, That's and me. he can take away good things. He can give really painful things, but the key is we cannot let it rule our life. And it's the sense of acceptance that God can literally transform us in the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's all about how we respond to his grace and his gift, whether he's pulling something away from us or giving it to us in that moment.
1: Right, and it's the discernment about is this God, is this the Holy Spirit moving in our desolation, or is this the false spirit trying to convince us that God has abandoned us? you know again, is it our laziness <laughs> or or is it God seeking to make our spiritual life even more fruitful and I say spiritual life you know it's it's so funny I was reading through that, that beautiful Carol Hauslander book, The Read of God about uh, about the Blessed Virgin Mary, and it points to you know some people think they have a spiritual life. And they think about you know the time they spend in prayer or on their knees or in the church. And, but what happens when you can't get into a church? Do you have no spiritual life? But she points out that our spiritual life is happening all around us at every moment of our life. And so there's no such thing as a quote-unquote spiritual life separated from our daily lives. And I think that's so important in the discernment because Ignatius will also point out that if you want to fight against this fear and this desolation, gets to the end of your day and do what we call an examen, an examination mm-hmm. of our day to see, you know, give the Lord the chance to reveal to us at the end of the day where he's been, where we've been. I love to think of the question that God gives to Adam in the garden after the fall, is that you know, first God asks, <laughs> where are you? And so we can spend the end of our day telling God where we've been. And then we ask God that question, okay, well, where are you? And let him reveal to us where he's been that whole day. And just find when are the most fruitful and creative moments during the day where we've been able to serve someone, where we've been able to forgive someone, where we've been able to just let God move. And then also just to recognize the the times that we have denied God the opportunity to do that and to say, sorry, and then say, tomorrow, God, I'm going to try and do better, but I give you permission to continue to move in my life. And that's one of the best ways to fight fear is to see where God has been moving with us today.